Welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today are two new guests on the pod. They are the hosts of the From the Top podcast. I should have, wait, hold on, let's take two. From the Top, because there's an exclamation mark. There we go. Yes. It's Mary Williams and Stephen Proobs. Oh, well, Silent H. So close. Rubes. Close. So close. Rubes? Rubes? Rubes. Rubes. Damn it. You say the E? God damn it. Yep. <laughs> full, full disclosure, everyone. I did not know how to pronounce his last name until I, just For the now. first time, John, see, you did uh, yeah. excellent. That was yeah, really that was good great. attempt was on close. the first try. Yeah. I, tried, I, I was just like, there's the H and the R. Yeah, it was really good. Do I good. say nice the work. H or do I just forget it? And it's like the P in pterodactyl. Yes, um, yes, exactly. exactly. Yep. <laughs> and we're here today to talk about Star Kid Productions' first big musical, a very Potter musical, um, which everyone can find on YouTube in 23 parts. Anyway. Oh yes. my gosh. <laughs> that I'm not going to lie to you. That kind of intimidated me when Steven sent me the link for it. And so I start going and there were 21 parts just for the first act. I'm like, what? The well, you fuck have is this. You have to remember. Okay, so this came out in two thousand nine, right? YouTube in two thousand nine is very different than what it is now. Very yeah, primitive. right. I'm not yes. even sure you could have uploaded an entire two hour thing in two thousand nine. No, no. I, I, I think it took until like their fourth or fifth production that they could do an entire one video. Yeah. Wow. Um, Holy cow. Because like I know later on watching other because I do love Star Kid. Uh, watching uh, their other productions it's just one long two hour long video or they or they do it i think it it was like 20 something chunks and then they got it to down to two for like act one and act two and then they just did one entire thing yeah. anyway uh so a very potter musical was uh the book is by brian holden matt lang and nick lang music and lyrics by darren chris and aj holmes Directed by Matt Lang, and according to IMDb, Harry and his pals are in for an adventure when the Dark Lord returns from the dead to take revenge on the boy who lived. Sorry, one more time. Uh, the boy who lived, because there's an exclamation mark. Got <laughs> yes, yes um, absolutely. So take I appreciate a ra- your, 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 like, uh, the, the respect that you have for punctuation, John. It's very nice. I, I, I try like to it. respect the... the the little intern that has to write these IMDb blurbs. Um, <laughs> so take a ride on Voldemort's flying machine, not existent in this movie, uh, and get ready to go back to Hogwarts. Go go back to Hogwarts! Yep. <laughs> I'm just living for this description. I, it's just so oh good. Man. It's like, you got the first sentence right. Oh god, that's so funny. Second sentence, not so much. <laughs> that's fine whatever Voldemort's flying machine what is that not okay what that's not in this right isn't that a fireball I just watched it yeah this is not 
He doesn't yeah, I'm pretty fly. Sh- I don't ever see Voldemort flying on a broom or a vacuum cleaner or or anything like or that. Roombas. So this, or a Roombas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was the best update in Hocus Pocus 2. I'm not even oh gonna lie. Oh my god, for real though. Not even gonna uh, lie. It's wrong true. musical, but I'm all about talking. I'm about all about that, it. So yeah. it's go. it's in the same world because it deals with witches. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. They went to Hogwarts. They must have, or obviously, ho- but they dropped out. Pig down. farts. We don't know. <laughs> pig farts. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm kind of happy that this is our my first foray on this podcast into Star Kid because it is the first one. It is the well known sure. one. Yeah, it, it's the one that Darren Chris basically got leave from this one totally. I believe. oh he totally did oh my and, god that's hysterical I, yeah I, i'm only familiar with star kid actually because of twisted which is the jafar yes. anti-hero musical yeah so oh i was trying okay. to think about i was trying to think about this earlier i think firebringer was my first one Ooh. where there's the i don't uh i don't know if you've seen the meme where it's like, I don't really want to do the work today i don't really yes. want yes that's yes. from that show Oh, where funny. they are basically cave people <laughs> oh <my laughs> trying <God>. to survive. <laughs> yes, I it is. It. it is amazing. There's a lot of feminist undertones and overtones to it. So, sure, sure, yeah. But a very Potter musical. Why this one? <laughs> Why did you pick this one? Why did we? Well, one because we consider ourselves uh from the top we delve into things that uh i'm gonna need you ver- to add the exclamation mark to from the top yeah. yes uh, go yeah. steven yeah we go we go from the beginning so i thought if we're gonna do a star kid production we're gonna do the very first one very we're gonna first. start from where it starts so i thought that was be a good one for all of us to to pick and and go from so so i i saw that like um the the rights for this are available for colleges and high schools even to do it and maybe community theaters have you all have been in one been in not, a, this? not in not in this one no, no sadly no i've actually never heard of the, that you're gonna find that that's kind of a theme on our show is like i rarely know what the musical is when steven's like hey we're doing this thing so it didn't surprise me when he told me what the musical was and i'm like i don't the only harry potter show or play that i know is the cursed child so i was like oh we're gonna watch the cursed child he went no man no. strap in <laughs> here we go <laughs> So then what did you think of it since you this is your first foray? Oh my goodness. Well, um, I also uh I take lots of notes when I do things. So but, I used but to the do way that. the way that I do this though is like I take notes just from like from things that um as I'm watching it, I if something like jumps out to me or or I like something, like I'll just notate it down. I Steven can attest because I was actually kind of chatting with him as I was watching this for the first like section of this I was looking at it through a stage manager lens and my brain was like I hate that everyone's eating in costume oh my god it's making my body hurt so badly (laughs) but then by the end of this it it totally redeemed itself for me and I was like for a college level production for something that um you know obviously you have to get around a lot of copyrighted things you're trying to like toe that line pretty pretty uh carefully they did a really good job with it so i was actually pleasantly surprised at this one it uh, it started out a little rough for me but it ended up being pretty good and this so. is actually funny i had the opposite effect but the end of it i was like i need this needs to be done <laughs> 
Oh my so so <laughs> I feel TV. like whenever I watch Star Kid, I'm one of the two sides that you guys just presented. Sure. Where, okay. Where there there are some shows where I'm just like, just finish it, just finish it. Just get it over with. Just oh my god, it. please. So Mary, you have a lot to look forward to into your del- deep dive into Star Kid. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm very I I I mean don't get me wrong it's like everybody starts from somewhere and so like that's what i had to i had to about like 20 minutes into it i'm like all right mary you got to stop with the critical lens because like some musicals like when steven and i do things like we go at it really critically but like this is a college level production it's It's a a kind of yeah it's a parody like it's kind of a newer thing and so it's like for what they had for what they were able to do like i i kind of i kind of had to tone my bitch meter down just a little bit uh but uh, i'm uh, i'm really looking forward to yeah to do more from like from star kid because like that's just i don't know like it, it was definitely not something i would reach for which is also why i appreciate steven because like he goes mayor we're going to show you the things that you would not normally go watch so yeah well i mean I this isn't even my like normal bag of anything either but and true like, that's, even that's though true. we do try to be hellishly critical a lot of yes. times of the things that we love we love this art of musical yeah. uh but the the thing is like our our phrase that we love to coin is like we don't like to yuck someone else's yum if this is exactly. your favorite musical like i'm not yes. gonna dog it from a point of like oh yeah, yeah you're stupid for liking this yeah. i'm like no i don't like it because of this but i'm really happy you do because all musicals are valid in some form of way because right. everyone has their niche. So, and this was yeah. giving like um, early two thousands parody movie vibes as well. Oh, like not oh, another yes. oh, this absolutely lives in that like disaster movie, romance yes. movie, yes. Uh, well, see, scary movie, yeah. scary movie realm. Of- Whatever, what was that? The YouTube video that was going around that was like Ron, Ron Weasley. Like, oh, I just so heard- it's funny you mentioned that. So that is the Potter Puppet Pals, the Mysterious Ticking Noise video. Yes, yes, yes. And I think they actually make reference to it because that video came out a month before they did the the run of the show. That's fabulous. I (laughs) love that. I feel, because there's the bomb in the sandwich. Sandwich, yeah. And I was just like, this has (laughs) to be, they have to be. And I looked it up and it's literally like, the mysterious ticking noise came out in March and then they did their shows in April of 2009. That's wild. Oh. Holy cow. I love and, that. And I was also reading like the other thing that they added that you probably didn't get unless you like did research on it is um, when Malfoy and Voldemort make the unbreakable bond mm-hmm. Malfoy adds in the you know and now you have to be my slave for a day right or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They did that originally in rehearsals, just dicking around, and then they're like, "Keep it." So that's so in the Cute. oh, in I the wrote that show. down as a note because I hate that shit. Well, <laughs> well, because there's because then the uh, the next line that Voldemort says is like, "This is the second time it's happened to me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Referencing yeah. the rehearsal, <laughs> the first time, yeah. What and what's the the line that he says? Some Malfoy, you little shit. Like that's just. <laughs> There were there were literally so many like Voldemort moments that I was just like, um, okay, if Voldemort was actually like this in the films, I feel like I would hate him less because like he's just so so charming. He's so charming, uh, and he's like ripped Voldemort to hot. Jesus. Like he was hot. Voldemort was hot. Yeah, he was a fucking piece. I'm like, um, excuse me. Very like, important the- question for you for both of you. They did paint his nipples. Yes. Yes. yes 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 i wasn't I think, sure if that was like 2000 think, ca- like a 2009 camera not catching the pink oh, right. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think over time the the nipple paint rubbed off, so there was a little pinkish. So we don't know. <laughs> Either that or he was getting flushed because you know he just you know people kept touching him and whatever. So he's like, yeah, all right, Ooh, like you know him and Quirrell getting it on. <laughs> oh my god, their bromance was kind of adorable. I was like, oh, buddy, like hmm, what? Uh, and then him and Bellatrix, like the whole thing, like lay down and then sit up. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, woo-hoo. welcome to um, Star Kid. <laughs> I was like, I have to leave the room for a minute. That was a lot. I, I, I really want to spoil something from the third Harry Potter musical that they do, but I want to oh, keep right. it to myself for to hear Mary's response to it. I'm gonna, Good I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold on to it. I'm gonna Do hold it. On That's to okay. It. Progeny. Yeah. So, it is always a fun time to 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 uh, figure out like what my response is going to be. So you know, it's so like a maybe, grab bag. Maybe down the line we'll do the second one and then the third one and then you can <laughs> the whole line. That means Love we're slated it. for three more shows or two more shows. That's great. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> so okay, I just want to get this also read right out the way. the The joke of Cho Chang being a tall white girl <gasps> from Texas right okay <laughs> wrote the note cho chang uh, this was as i was watching wrote down the note cho chang little racist but i also found it amazing they made her a bit of a racy girl and then all of a sudden the joke flips then loved the double take i had and they call it out themselves that they were being a little bit racist, racist. and then i went oh this is so funny but then I went, ah, now <laughs> she's a Southern Texas woman, which you're also now denying someone like a person, like, I don't know. So is it, is it treading some line? Is it something? Cause so, all I just wrote down was Cho Chang dot, dot, dot racist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure mine was, but Cho Chang dot, dot, dot. That moment was a bit cringy. Well, yeah. okay. This so we're is all also, on the same page, just kind of. I like it. <laughs> this, this is a, this is also like a larger conversation that we as society is having, having where like comedy from a different time period is yeah. different mm-hmm. than what we think comedy is now. So like, yeah, I get it. I I like the subversion of the joke where they even called out Ginny. Was it Ginny? Right. Yeah. Who yes. went uh, yeah, to Lavender so. Bra- Lavender Brown, played by an Asian actress? Yeah. Um, yes. And she like was told off and called racist for that. And I was like, okay, that's a good joke. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the whole thing of <laughs> and yeah. not to knock the performance either, because that no, 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 yeah, was... no, no. And, and that's also good. something we always always say too. We're never knocking their their individual performances. We're knocking like, was this a good joke to write in the script? Was this something that mm. you needed to put forth like to the world? massively there was yeah. also yeah. another joke when quirrell entered i like made his first entrance i believe where somebody shouted terrorist terrorist yeah oh my and i was God. like okay that's but, not even right <laughs> not even back no. then but it was but here's how they covered they tried to cover it it was from draco so you're yeah. like oh you're already kind of a little shit so so of but course it doesn't make it better. Like oh no, it, just, it makes it like oh no. he would say that. Yeah. So yeah, but I do think somewhere buried in my notes, I have this entire show feels like Family Guy in a Harry Potter shell. Yes. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, that's a mood. Yeah. So like they do call outs and like off color things, but 
again, it's in this realm of 2009. So yeah. that peak, that was peak of Family Guy. So, yeah. but, uh, but also they make the the characters more caricatures. Yeah. yeah. Where like, when you read the books, like obviously you think Harry's a little shit as well. And like, yeah. gets oh, yeah. everything handed to him. Hermione is too much of a goody goody. And then Ron is kind of a douche sometimes. Oh yeah. <laughs> and by that, I, I mean most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually had a note that I was like, I don't necessarily know if I like the fact that Ron and Harry are like bros, like they're actually like acting like 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 bros. And mm-hmm. and the idea that Harry like knows that he is the shit and that he's like, well, you know, I'm Harry Potter, like I already have that shit in the bag. Like I mean, I I that was a little off-putting to me. Like I'll say that that was like something that I'm like, I don't really know if I subscribe to that idea, but um, the fact the fact that Ron was always eating, can we just like for a second when he like, comes in with a giant Hershey bar that he's bar. hugging? <laughs> yeah. My my stage manager brain got really mad because I'm like, first of all, you're eating chocolate with white shirts on. Secondly, you're in a musical and trying to sing. Sugar is terrible for your vocal cords. And that's milk and, chocolate too. And it's milk yeah. chocolate. And third of all, if you get that shit on my stage and someone slips and falls, I, I'm going to have to be responsible for that. So well, what? There was also Doritos. There was Bugles. There was... Uh... Um, He had Chinese food at one point. He yeah, was eating Funyuns, <laughs> Twizzlers. Jenny like... was eating the Doritos, the Cool Ranch ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. yes. I was just like... You guys are sure you but, wanted to put that bag on stage? And yeah, then, but again, no, it's fine. But this, they just like permeated college culture into yes. this show. So of course, oh. they did. down down to like Dumbledore's shoes are slip on sandals, and his little like tight <laughs> shirt when they first go in his house and they see the Zac Efron poster. Like <laughs> this like form fitting shirt for me, I was like, all right, Dumbledore, like let let's go. That's what's underneath that robe. Okay, I see you. It's Zephron. Get it right. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. That's it fair. is Zephron. Zephron. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Zephron? To disrespect a, a host from. on his own show. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I, I'll just show myself out, okay? I'll no, just no, no, no. Over no. there. This is your one warning. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'll just sit and sip my drink and I'll just, I'll take that in and we'll just, you know. There we go. I just love that that was also a running gag of Zac yes. Efron and Zephron and all that. I was just like, oh my God. who even says Zephron? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh God. There were oh. a lot of really campy moments that were super fun though. I mean, like they, like, I mean, there are references that I, the, there were only a couple that I caught, but like the total, uh, total protonic reversal. Like I'm just, I got a Ghostbusters like reference there for a yes. minute. And uh, there uh, was, there's at the, the end, the Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe with the talking lion that does the thing. And well, that's pig farts. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm... He's, the, he's the headmaster <laughs> of pig farts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at, at the, at the end when I believe it was Neville read, um, Dumbledore's will they and the Toontown Ghosts of the Dunes <laughs> that's who framed Roger Rabbit baby oh, yeah. I love it so good it was good um so yeah I mean it's two hours and like 45 minutes mm-hmm. total in oh a way oh my gosh I mean, and if you're like me you don't pay for YouTube so you've got commercials in front of oh, <laughs> yeah. all God. of those videos yeah, yeah. it was a, it was a full on three and a half hour experience oh, it was great yeah. <laughs> I forgot it I cuz I was just like oh you know what it's like probably cool two and a half hours that'd be fine no nope yeah well do you know why that is 
No. No. Oh, see, this is part of me. This is my deep dive. Because I was like, why is this so long? I Google shit as I'm like watching stuff. This is yeah, yeah. why I this is why I literally thought, oh, we need to create our own show called From the Top because I have all this <laughs> stupid knowledge about shit that it just lives rent free in my brain. So you. this Podcasting. all started. They were not able to do a full run through of this show until the opening night. They had no idea the runtime of this show. What? What? That is why it is two hours and forty five minutes. Wait, nearly three hours. So they're probably it's probably like a student. It's a student run organization. Correct. Assume, yes, where they probably didn't have the rehearsal space or whatever. What? Yeah, and, the, was. and this was their first show. They didn't. They had no procedure. They had no process. They were just uh, like, we're going to make a musical, guys. And right. Then but but college like, kids in charge of that. That's it. That nothing. Uh, they put true. too many people in a room. Nothing's going to happen. But they should. They should. Mary, they should have hired you as a stage manager. Thank uh, you. Because yes. you would have been, you would have been like, "This is tech <laughs> week. We need at least one run through. We have to have at least one tech through, one stumble through, one Q to Q, and then you can." But like on the, that's I'm sorry, but like I, you know, that is for me. That's got to be on the part of a director to be able to look at this and go, "Okay, we got to cut some shit." Like I've never been in a show where we haven't done a run through and timed it. Because like that, just, I mean, as an actor, that gives me so much anxiety thinking about doing a sh- like having yeah. not having done uh, run through. Uh, it gives me hives. Oh I my god, it's just awful. It. And now you oh. have to remember, you are between the ages of eighteen and 22, 23, mm-hmm. maybe. Right, right. Like, and in college, so you have other classwork and other things right. to worry about. Well, I mean, shit, when I was in college, I said, fuck my classes and just did all of my theater stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I still passed, still graduated fine. But, you know, there were a couple of classes that were just very, like, skirting the edge of oh, yeah. possible failure. So, but, you know, it's that it's that phrase, like, sorry, I can't, I'm in rehearsal. Like, right. you know. I kind of personally subscribe to that message all the time. So, yeah. but I mean, Stephen, of course you would find that. Of, of course I, I, I love, did. That's that's interesting, just, though. Wow. I, I mean, I would, my brain. I would believe if they were like, you know what, we're gonna do this in two months, right? Like, yeah, because the they created the concept over uh, wow. Granger Danger. Granger Danger, correct? Yeah, where they were, somebody must have been rereading or rewatching the movies, and they were like, what if? Malfoy was in love with Hermione, Hermione Granger. Yeah, who and who that's... is it? Who's who's this? Uh, Matt. One one of them. One of the Nick, Langs. Nick Lang. Matt Lang. One of the Langs. One of them started the inside joke. Clearly, or Brian. Hold it. I can't remember all the names. Names are my names are my downfall. You said all, the writers, so yes, you're okay, you great. correct. One of um, the three of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, one of them started making this inside joke of course like draco must love hermione because he picks that's on that's what time. that's what boys do they pick on mm-hmm. the thing that they they love so yeah that's they, the song granger danger started that whole business so yeah which is and, awesome. then, it, and, then, and then it just grew from there so yeah for a hot second though i totally thought that since they were having a female uh they they had a femme draco which i'm literally all about oh. gender bending stuff oh, i it loved was it so good for a hot second, though, I thought that Malfoy was going to be in love with Harry because there was like a moment where, like, like Draco. There's a and lot Harry, of gayness in this. There's so much. So and gay. I'm just like, I was like, college okay. theater department. Of course, there's gayness. Right. <laughs> You're right. You're yeah, right. I mean, like, it's just, it's just gonna, you know, 
Like, like if Harry and Ron instead of bumped fists, bumped dicks, I'd be like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right. actually a little upset it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, I'm just my brain is all buzzing with. I want to go back to college just for the fear. God, oh, that was just re-listen good. to the song. I wish I could go back to college from having you cue, and then you'd be like, yes. Ah. Uh. At the end of the song, you'd be like, oh yes, that's why I do not want to go back. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. There, but there's just something about college theater that like. No other, in my opinion, there's no other type of theater that that can match it. Because like you've got, I mean, you've got, you know, productions when you're in, you know, middle school and high school and like those are usually fine. Community theater is great, but like everybody kind of goes off and does their own thing. And usually you've got like half community members and then half like some theater school that's in town that needs people. But college theater is just like you have these people that you do the theater classes with and then you go to rehearsals and then you go out for dinner and like you form this bond that is just unlike any other theater bond I've ever had. And it's the one thing I miss about college most is literally the bonds that you form in college mm. theater. I miss oh my the God, fake real world bubble. Yes. You that, think you're an adult I mean, and yeah. you think you're like it, but no, it's and, not real. And then you yeah. do the keg stand and you're like, yes! I'm yeah! living! I'm an adult! Yeah, and you're not. Man, you I not. was never agile enough to do a keg stand, but our resident choreographer over here, I bet, could do it on one hand. Like, I would pay <laughs> money to watch you do that. Just saying. Well, Steven. they didn't call me... No, I'm totally joking. I didn't. No. <laughs> Well, of course, I met Stephen after college. Like, I met him, you know, when he was living here, and we did um, Spring Awakening together, uh, you know, back in 2016. Oh. And that was my first, you know, my my first time meeting Stephen. And and I I would now that I've made these adult friendships, I would love to know what these people were like back in college. Like, I feel like Stephen, you would have been a trip in college. Like, I feel like we would have been friends. I, I was friends. no, I was such a goody two shoes. It wasn't. I wasn't fun. Not, I was not uh, even fun in college. No, no, I wasn't. I Wait, <laughs> slow down. I'm learning new things. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was. I was Hermione. That's who I was. <laughs> Did everyone you're the tell only you to one that studies up? at Hogwarts? Always. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> Um, but it's it also should be said that um, they got the name of their production company from this show because in it Malfoy says Starkid Potter or something, and so that oh mm-hmm. sure that's what got, gave them their their name eventual production company name. And I love it. That's um, awesome. bleh, I don't know what else to say. Um, I just I thought I. I still laughed. I know that there are some jokes that I probably shouldn't have laughed at that I did. It's, um, yeah, yeah, you're human. The light. It it's okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which school would you prefer to go to, Hogwarts or Pig Farts? Oh, I mean, you know, I'm sorry, I had to ask it because that's I was a like, hard. It's a it's a real tough call. <laughs> yeah, I'm like flirting the line here between the two, like. Uh, you know, I think well, just so are you, of, are because you, of the mystery, I think I need to go pick parts. I do. Are you are you both like Harry Potter fans? Like, did you do the movies? Did you read all the books? And like, so, yeah, my sister is actually my sister and my husband are both the the Potter nerds of my family. I've watched all of the films and I've read the first four books. But my sister, whenever we play Harry Potter Trivial Pursuit, fuck dominates. anybody else. She literally dominates the floor. And it's just like we're all like well why the fuck are we even playing right now because like she and my husband go toe to toe and they just like do the thing but like i mean i i loved the like the books and the world and like and and all the things but like i would still go to hogwarts like i would absolutely go to hogwarts because like i need um 
you know, I, there's just the, the castle, like in the middle of the wilderness. That's just, I mean, I would, that's just my vibe. Like I would go live in a castle in Scotland if I could like tomorrow, but, um, it's in Edinburgh. The, the, they based Hogwarts off of the castle in Edinburgh, the Edinburgh castle. So God, that's my, my sister is actually so much of a Harry Potter nerd that she's got an entire sleeve of tattoos that is nothing but Harry Potter. Amazing. The whole thing is a Harry Potter sleeve. She just finished like the top of it. And it's like the castle with like the Dementors and stuff. And I'm just like, what the, f-? I mean, she's got the Whomping Willow. She's going to have the, the Weasley's car in there. She's nice. got the, the Hogwarts express. Like it is unbelievable how much she's dedicated to that. But so, so did you get all the references though that they made in the, in the show to the books and everything? It felt like they were time jumping. And so like I did, I caught most of them, but like there were a few that I'm just like, um, where, where are we? I don't, that was I hard don't though, because they were combining so many books. Yeah. They together. Yeah. like four books yeah. that they combined yeah, one, yeah. four, six and seven, I believe. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. That makes sense. But it I mean, I, Although here's what was funny, uh, my my history with this, I call me chaotic evil. I read the books out of order. <gasps> <laughs> what? What? Yeah, what? I did. Yeah, I did. And okay. then, um, but I watched all the films. I watched the films as they were released in, well, of course, the theater. So I mean, I don't know. That that that's my thing. <laughs> well, now <laughs> but... I gotta know what order did you read the books in? I don't remember. I just oh, read them. Okay. I, I know I started with the, uh, the first second one. one. Oh. I started with the second one. Oh, well, I mean yeah. that's fine. Oh my god, my brain is broken. Yeah, I think oh. it. I think it went, and it was totally by accident. I was in the library as a young youngin, and I happened upon this book, and I went, "Oh, okay, what's this? Oh, okay, sounds cool." And then I took it up to the library, and she's like, "I can't keep this book on the shelf," and I went. Oh, okay, cool. I hadn't heard <laughs> shit. I hadn't heard shit about this. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I I read it and then realized, oh, there's got to be a book before this. Forgot about it. Then I think I read the fourth book and then it went back to the first. And then like, I just sort of like kept going. So and fourth book is my favorite though, which I think is the baseline of all the story here. So it was good. Yes. And it didn't bother you that like you, that like none of the things were really connecting? They generally gave you everything you needed to know. Oh, well, yeah, because okay. in in the usually within like the first chapter, they do yeah, a synopsis. They, it's like of it's what like you the missed. recap, you know. Yeah. Previously in Harry Potter world. Mm-hmm. And then they move on from there. I mean, I Previously read in Harry Potter. Yes. I re- I read all the books. I did the midnight thing at my local borders once or twice. Oh fun. Um, seen all the movies. I've uh I've been to King's uh King's Cross Station <laughs> where they have where the platform nine and three quarters is. No they have way. they have a whole little thing a, l- a whole little setup where like you can um like there's a trolley in the like half of it is through the wall and everything so you take a picture where you're like jumping through and everything it's, oh yeah 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 got a picture Fun. of that may posted on the social somewhere there we um, go yeah i would call myself like an enough of a harry potter nerd sure, sure. Things. so <laughs> i mean i just i i also love this this is great i <laughs> this harry potter this fan made the fan made musical as they like to say yes um, yes because fuck everyone else that has made a fan made harry potter exactly, musical. exactly. um but yeah i think this paved the way for all the, like the tiktok musicals that are that happened you know yes yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you guys think darren chris was sick during this 
Because there are a lot of times, as performers, both of you, there were times that I felt like he was coughing a little too much or like. He was, he played Harry, right? Was he yes. Harry Potter? Okay. Yes. I noticed it. It didn't bother me. I do think he his voice must have been overworked or he right. may have been a little sick. I mean, it was probably winter in Michigan. Like that's going to be negative 20. Well, it was uh, a- if you're lucky. So it was April, which may oh, still be co- coming winter. out of the winter. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's possible, but when you're a lead in a show, you're already like taxing your voice a lot regardless so i can only imagine what he was like because he was also the one who wrote most of the songs of this am i mm-hmm. lying on that yeah so no you were not lying i should say you were yeah, correct yeah. there we go that. uh because uh, watching it i was just like why are you coughing so much like you, 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 <laughs> you said one line and you're now you're coughing up a storm. yeah well, I mean, what I, you want to bet that you had like honey sticks backstage and then the shot of, you know, cayenne pepper and lemon juice right before you go on oh. and oh. you're chugging room temperature water. And, uh, but I mean, like if I, I mean, there were only being a lead, I've never been like a lead like that, but like having Harry on stage for so much of the show, he probably had no time to be able to like go back and actually do the stuff. And it wasn't until like, you really got to the end of like, I think the first act when there's more Malfoy, more uh you know Voldemort and Bellatrix and like all those things that he actually had time to probably go back and do that but um yeah I would absolutely I would absolutely believe that it was either that or allergies because like you know we all know that wonderful post-nasal drip does nobody oh. any favors currently going through it it's oh, no. <laughs> yay yeah. seasonal allergies are fun everyone yay um, so good uh they bleep out fuck and another word i don't know what is said there's mm. a, there's oh yeah, yeah i couldn't figure that out what do you think about the censorship of this like do you think it's a product of 2009 youtube or i, I mean... or did they do it for some like funny effect or something right i mean <clears throat> i th- i if i had to hazard a guess i feel like if it was you know anything like um it is for television censorship to keep it pg-13 you get two shits and a fuck that's what you can say before it starts becoming a different rating so like i I always kind of subscribe to that if they're not censoring some words and other words like that they're trying to keep it pg but like to me it didn't seem like if they were trying to make it a gag they didn't do it enough because they only did it like what twice or three three times times, like yeah yeah it wasn't anything that was like oh ha this is funny like they're they're making it a point that they're doing it. So I don't, I think it was, it did, if it was a joke, it didn't land well for me. Yeah. I I have to assume there's some level of, they understand where this comes from. It is somewhat of a family friendly series, so to speak. So I think you, you tried to stay within that vein and like make it comedic, but I, I, whether it landed, I don't know. And whether it is just a product of 2009 YouTube, that's the other question. So yeah, great questions. Yeah. I'm not sure we'll know unless, you know, given yeah. an audience with the writers. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you guys had, had your own opinion on it where yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, it's blatant I, too. It, it really is. Yeah. Cause they went the censor, the censor beep, not yeah. like muting the word. Yep. No interesting i mean yeah, i, I kind of like laughed that, at one of them yeah that had to have been like a sound effect that they did like on stage like it wasn't something that was like in post that they did you know i don't know about that because i feel like they said was it the after fucks. the fact 
I think they said the fucks live. And, and then, then they had to went, censor it. Whilst chopping up the show <laughs> to, <laughs> to 23 parts. Jesus they were like, <laughs> they were like, oh fuck, we said fuck. We gotta bleep the fuck. Fuck the fuck fuck fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. That's about how I feel right before we're gonna go into our show. I have to get all the oh, fucks yeah. out before we start. Oh, yeah. Just like I don't want to get because Steven is the one who does all of our editing. So like I don't want to give him like all this, you know, fucking work to do. But yeah. So we uh, we do that before the mics turn on. It's a fun well, I I appreciate the hell out of the shows that are explicit because then it cuts that down and cuts my worries. So it's all exactly. good. <laughs> Uh, so what else, is there anything else you want to bring up? Anything you notice that you want to like get off your chest about the oh, show? Man, uh, I've got time. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, we're doing we great. Time. No, I, you know, um, uh, the, I, my, I, I was more so interested in what do you think pig farts is like because of the whole Narnia situation. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I was like, there is a Narnia tie. Like, I feel like there was a, like, there was a reference to that. Yeah. And is it just like all fantastical stories are then connected into the same world or atmosphere or? Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued to canon? find out how that was created. You know what I mean? Like, I get it that it's, yeah. pro- that this was probably all, this is all devised. This is all them making it up as they go along. And then they, sure. the, and then, the three guys were like, let's write this down and make it a script. But like, <laughs> I want to know who came up with the idea of pig farts. Why? Like, I get Hogwarts pig farts. You know, yeah, I get yeah. it. You're right. But like, why those two words? Why yeah. on Mars? Like, I have a million <laughs> questions. Do any of you know Lauren Lopez, <laughs> who played Malfoy? um uh, no but man, i want to damn it. right same i want to know i want also, honestly honestly stand up performance i was gonna shout out to draco because lauren also, lopez was amazing also yes. the choices that she made to like roll on the ground and so on good. people like so uh, good. and roll and, and be like oh now i'm on a desk or <laughs> I think I made a note at one point that like, um, cause I think, is it Ron that, that does Expelliarmus? And then of course, you know, Draco's pants fall down. So like, you know, I make a note that's like, oh, of course we're doing, you know, it's a college production of Harry Potter. Of course we have to have a deep pantsing of somebody. And if it's going to be anybody, it's going to be Draco. So it's, it's funny that Draco's wearing tidy whities but underneath that Lauren Lopez is wearing like skin colored bike shorts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know what? Kudos to you guys for yeah. get, get on for, it. Like for the, because clearly they raided their costume shop for costumes. Oh yeah, anyway, um, yeah. they may have made the cape that Quirrell and Voldemort wore because, like, <laughs> it had to have happened. Yeah, it, oh, or yeah. like they sewed two capes together and called it good. But like, I, I was just like, you know what? Good for them for having the forethought of like covering just in case. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> absolutely. I I do have to say though that I loved the whole like the the um the cloak of invisibility that they had was literally just an orange piece of fabric. I'm like, let's pick the most obnoxious color to be the thing that covers everybody. And it like, literally that... looked like you bought that for fifty cents at Joanne Fabric. Like it was yes. fine. It was yeah, that scrap it was the that was end. just sitting yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, b- but I I liked that the Yule ball felt like a white Hamilton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes just say it oh my god you can't do that while i'm drinking i can't spit (laughs) liquid on my equipment 
God, but now it, I'm just gonna start singing Hamilton. Yeah. Don't do that. But I was really it was really impressive that they found a green one green coat yeah. for yeah. Um and I I I wanna say Hermione was in a wedding dress. I mean I feel like that's I don't know. True. Apparently if you add a little shawl, it's classy. So Yes. It takes <laughs> the wedding right out of it. <laughs> Just like they did in the movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I desperately wanted Ron's coat to be more ugly though. I was really it hoping that they to were be. gonna go nuts, but his yeah. and Harry's coats look so similar that I was like, Well, no, oh, come on. You, you know that this is from some sort of pirate production maybe they did pirates of penzance, penzance. or something <laughs> yeah absolutely and you're, and you're like clearly this is from that yeah yeah and, oh yeah and to go back to the uh invisibility cl- fabric i was just <laughs> i was like maybe it's just a scrap from their main stage production that they're like here you go we here don't need go. this yeah. we don't need this square fabric let them eat oh cake God. it's fine yes go go to it Oh, oh my god. god. What did you guys think of the songs while we're here? Like, may as well talk about them a little bit. Oh man, there there <laughs> there were some really good bops and like there uh, some of this talent that was on this stage. I mean, like I have several notes where it was like, "Damn, Ginny's got pipes. Like, look at her go." And like she does all this great stuff and um I kind of love the fact that Harry plays a guitar in this universe. I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> that's uh that's a choice um, and he's 12 and he's 12 it's fine um but like i loved the um i think it was right towards the end where it is uh it's harry and voldemort and then quirrell and they have this whole like trio kind of scene and then there's like a harmony that goes between quirrell and uh voldemort my heart just kind of melted i was like <gasps> Um, cause like, you know, when it hits that perfect, like, cause I, I mean, I'm sure everybody can attest, like you've got that one song in a show that you're like, all right, I am the bottom harmony. He's the top harmony. And I have to make sure I don't sing his fucking line because hello, my name is Mary Williams and I do nothing but sing other people's music. But so it's like that. I can attest to like, that actual fact. Yes. Shut up. No, <laughs> you had good songs in spring anyway, but like you have that song where you're like, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God. And then you hit the harmony. And I kind of saw Quirrell just like relax because like he was a little bit tense going into it, but then it was like, they nailed it. And I just went, Oh, that spoke to my theater heart real good. So, so yeah. So Ginny played by Jamie Lynn Beatty, Beatty. I don't know how to pronounce names, as we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when you get to the other Star Kid show, Trail to Oregon, mm-hmm. where they do the Oregon Trail. Um, oh my God. <laughs> she has a number that I listen to on repeat and wail in my shower because no one's hearing me sing that song. <laughs> but <laughs> it is. Uh, well, okay. So, Stephen, I'm assuming you've seen other Star Kid shows yeah yeah because i yeah twisted was my main one that i had really focused in on and um what was the other one the guy who the guy who didn't like musicals didn't like musicals yeah so good yeah 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 mary will you be watched will you actually like without being assigned it for a a podcast would you watch (laughs) it i mean if i'm being truthful i probably would say no but now that i've seen this first one i'm intrigued so like i i probably will go seek it out on my own and then they get like i believe well no they do make um they make fun of other uh 
pop culture references. So there's like yeah, Annie, sure. which is the Anakin Skywalker musical. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Oh um, my God. There's Twisted. well, I mean, an orphan and an orphan. It makes total sense. Yeah. It makes yeah. total sense. But then they have shows like Me and My Dick, where I haven't seen it yet, but I know about. <laughs> yeah, and actually, I one of the ads of the 35 I've watched uh, in between <laughs> each part of this one. Uh, apparently, they're coming back hot and heavy after a two year hiatus so yeah so the guy the guy who didn't like musicals is their foray into creating this their own world called yep. hatchet field where they're making like horror comedy <gasps> musicals yeah yes. so the first one is the guy who didn't like musicals then there's black friday which is bonkers and i love it too they had that's awesome two, they have nightmare time Nightmare Time? I don't remember. Something, yeah. And now they're coming back with another show, another actual show, and it's going to be great. Um, That's so cool. See, Stephen, you're not the only one who knows that. There we go. I know know there are more of us out there. (laughs) And then there's me that just like shows up and I'm like, oh, you've got fun facts? That's cool. I came unprepared for all the things. Right, but (laughs) as long as you come with your thoughts and opinions, that's all that matters. And that's that's podcasting. As like I I always say, exactly. And it's like (laughs) I always say, like I suddenly get into this depth. I like dig my own grave and I suddenly start hating a musical again. It's people like what Mary is and who 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 she embodies in the theater world that remind me oh yeah i do love this musical and this is why so oh well thank you that so, just made my mary would you happy. recommend would you recommend this i don't care about steven i just want I, I that's focus fine on yeah that's okay mary <laughs> would you as somebody who does who doesn't know star kids line of work oh. at all would you recommend this let's say to like your sister or somebody who you know has not seen a star kid show so I I would recommend it to people that I know who appreciate Harry Potter because they would understand the jokes and they would laugh at the parody. They would really get it. For people who don't necessarily, like they know Harry Potter, but it's not like something that they would say is one of their favorite things, I would probably say no because then they might not appreciate it as much as a Potterhead does. So like my my husband was actually in the room with me when I, as I was watching this and there were like, I don't know, maybe like, you know, 12 or 15 times because he's multitasking because he's in school right now. And he would look up and just watch the screen and be like, that's funny. And then he'd like go back to his thing. So like my husband, who is (laughs) nothing but the, you know, he he is a purveyor of fine filth. Like he would absolutely just get a kick out of all these things. I would I would send it to my sister. Absolutely. Um, I sent her all the Harry Potter memes that I find. Um, But to the general populace, I would probably say no, because they would not appreciate it. Okay. Well, okay, and now Stephen, let's hear your answer because I wanted to hear from somebody Ooh. who doesn't yeah. know Star Kid. Now, as somebody who does know, yeah, would you um, miss one though? Not any of their other ones. Their to catalog. Be, to be honest, you can tell this is their first one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah. And and that's what's hard because I've seen the other ones and they suddenly had that process. They knew what they were getting into. They knew how to put it together, and they knew the obstacles that were going to be in their way. So this first one was literally that trial and error and like, oh, we can't put on a three-hour show every night. That's not a thing. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I would, kind of along the same lines as Mary, I'd, I, I would be selective in who I would thrust this in front of and be like, yeah, you need to watch this. To a normal person every day on the street, I would have a hard time. <clears throat> but if I saw that they had like a Harry Potter tattoo or something, I'd be like, oh, you know what you need to check out. 
<laughs> so, uh, well, because over time, the uh, Star Kid has learned because this was their first one, and they wanted to like, I guess they wanted to share it amongst friends, and then it became a viral sensation. Yep, that's oh, what wow. I'm assuming. Sure, but over time, they figured out how to film their shows because clearly, this one you're just like, why are you not focusing on the person who's talking, or like. Why is the not why is the camera not sharpened yet? Like why yeah. is it still sh- getting there? So there's a lot there. You could uh, yes, Stephen, I agree. There's a lot of trial and error with this one, but like you got to start somewhere. I mean, Absolutely. we're not all yeah. And you 100%. know, if, if you got to swing for the fences. Let's do a Harry Potter show. Like yeah. I mean, awesome. Yes. Yeah, why not? Yeah. And um, and and the like, I, I believe that their like mantra is like theater for the masses. Because like they upload everything to YouTube like right after they yes. perform it, so that's cool. The the one thing I will say, and that this is this is my style. This is what I do. This is a hot thought. Uh, okay. yeah, the songs need to up their tempo, but all songs in the show need to up their tempo by like twenty beats per minute. Yeah, okay. I'd say that's probably accurate. It would solve a lot of my issues. Just Not- even with like the 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 uh what do you call it the the pacing Timing? of the show sure i think the only one there, there there might be one that i'm not i'm gonna argue with you and that is pig farts the song okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean just because they're... it's that's not a real i mean i a i know that's not a real song <laughs> but b like it's malfoy being a being a doofus like yes that one you don't want to take make it That's too fair. fast it's totally fair and i mean the, of course the slow ballads like yeah absolutely but everything else it, i did this for my own amusement i would listen to it as it should be and then about halfway through i would speed up my playtime to 1.25 just to see if it made a difference and mm-hmm. it did and i suddenly went oh now now this is a bop oh <laughs> so, dang all right so I went, oh, I'm okay not, i'm not sure if they went out went back and like made cuts after this and they very well performances they may have but like there should be some things that like yeah well and i watched (laughs) i watched some like interviews with the the writers of the show after it had become like the sensation um and they were stating like people kept asking them oh would you ever take this to broadway would you ever want to make this thing go into professional and they're like we don't know like it's just kind of weird like we're we of course want to maybe tour with it and like do stuff but like taking it professional means that we'd probably have to lose some of the integrity with it. And like, we, we'd have to succumb to other people's needs and we'd have to put it in, you know, this box of this lens of like cutting some songs, cutting some of the, you know, inside jokes, but yeah, it, uh, but yeah, but that, see, that's my other thing. That's my, I, I always say this on our show. I hate inside jokes with a fiery passion in shows and when I, when I can tell an inside joke is being thrust in front of me in a production I just sort of cringe and I immediately like lose interest so <laughs> there were, and, I didn't and, feel like there were too many in this one maybe I, like one or two well see and here's where like I would notice during a scene they would get out the regular plot and what they needed to get done and then the last half of the scene was legitimately just these actors fucking around with each other (laughs) and i went yeah every single one of these scenes could be cut in half if they just like cut the last half of these scenes (laughs) because they had these inside jokes they wanted to do with each other even down to like oh yeah oh double jinx oh and i control you forever 
and I'm like, right. I can tell that's an inside joke and I hate it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I laughed at it. So do I, I don't know. But they, they're also, they are also learning. So yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone treat this with the little kid gloves, grain of salt, because like it is yeah. their first time. 100. So. 100. Exactly. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into sharp and flat? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Great. Let's do it then. Sharp flat. Uh, so in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talk about it. If we like it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. Okay. I like it. Who wants to go? Do you want me to go first? So you guys yeah. can like think sure. about see, okay. see, see, see what we're working with here. So I'm just going to start with my sharps. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to start with my flats because I want to. We, we've having Ooh. so much fun. We're going to end on a lighter <laughs> note. Okay. Um, so my flat, my flats are um, that it's still broken up into 23 parts. Yeah. <laughs> like someone please put this together. It's been, Seriously. It's been 13 years. Yeah. They had, they had a 10 year reunion three years ago. They could have. Re- you know what? Re- you know what? Yeah. In fact, I think that's our thing. Well, uh, I will just download all this. I will piece it together. I'll let's put this on uh, each of our like YouTube channels or whatever. And let's, just, let's get all the views because done. I'm sure someone will do it. I love it. That's brilliant. Um, yeah. And then I just flat it, just saying some of the outdated jokes, like the the, the yeah. Cho Chang, the the terrorist, the yeah, probably other ones that I'm not thinking of right now. I'm not gonna lie. I think I fell asleep during this a little bit, but okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, fair. you know what? That's uh, that there was, is... a, there was a nice slow moment, and I was laying in bed, and I was just like, and "You were like, oh, I'm this going is nice." To close my eyes. Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, Mary, what are your flats? So, oh God. Uh, I mean, if you um, don't have any, you don't have any. But well, I mean. I, I feel like, um, well, you know, I said it earlier, one of the flats for me was um, just the the idea, like it was a, a character choice of making Ron and Harry like bros. Like I don't, that kind of fell flat for me and that relationship like didn't, didn't really seem very, it didn't seem tangible to me. Like I just, I didn't necessarily really subscribe to that idea. Um, there were, there were some, um like uh transitions that again being their first show like trying to really be not terribly critical there were some transitions that could have used uh some speed like they're you know especially like the whole diagonally you know like you know like transition and the flu powder and all that stuff like that could have had a little bit more um there were uh there were a couple of moments with Dumbledore too that fell a little flat for me just because like I think he got so into like the caricature and like being from Jersey which I thought was an interesting choice um that that those things could have been tightened up just a little bit and I I truly think that a lot of my flats would be solved if they had done a tech through or any sort of rehearsals yeah a run through in general before it hit the stage um but I mean that's just you know being actors and being performers like we know that those things you know if you're still learning people and you're without your script and you know you're blocking but not really like there are going to be moments that you pause that you kind of forget what you're doing and so those moments could have absolutely been fixed but um I mean that yeah so my my flats are very technical they're very small that all could have been resolved with with at least one rehearsal. 
I want to tack on one more flat to go along with your transition. There was one transition that seemed like forever, but it was probably like 10 or 15 seconds of just black. <laughs> on, and I'm like, yes, in, my, yes. in my brain, I was like, this, we're not in the theater. Like we, me right now, I'm not watching this live. So you yeah. guys could have cut this out. Yeah, easily. There, there could have been your commercial break. There was an ad break right there for YouTube. Like you could have just done that and called it a day. Or, or yeah, or like be like, you know what? We're gonna end it and end then start it when the, the lights come up. The yeah. part seventy four and then part seventy five is gonna start <laughs> like a little, like a second of blackout into the lights off. Yeah, yeah. That's it, Stephen. What are your flats? Oh, uh, let's see my flats. I am gonna say Ron Weasley overall was a flat for me. Really interesting. Yeah. And I think it kind of ties into this whole, this bro idea. Um, I wanted to see a little bit. I liked how they were caricaturing him off of playing uh, off of him feeding from Harry's fame and like loving that the entire time. But uh, I think it was just one note. It was one note the entire time. Not that I'm going to say other performances were more than one note, but his specifically (laughs) being like one of the three mains, I wanted a little bit. Uh, one or two more layers we'll say sure. uh i hated that hermione was shorter than harry because that's not <clears> supposed <throat> to be a thing uh like put her in some heels i don't know uh oh my god i love you but yeah uh i think it was just over the overall thing that uh college culture permeated the show in a way that didn't feel good and that maybe some of the script was a little pedestrian but i give that a pass because it was a first script written you know you you have to start somewhere like we said so right mm-hmm. um all right so then i'll go with my sharp since we're ending on a on a positive there we note. Go, there we go. Um, <laughs> I wanna I wanna sharp Lauren Lopez and Joe Moses. Lauren played um Malfoy and Joe played uh Snape. Oh my like, god, Snape. Oh yeah. They <laughs> they made very strong choices that I thought were hilarious yeah. and were constant throughout. Like like we we did talk about Jerry Richter who played um what's his name? Ron. That mm-hmm. like was just one note, and that was probably how it was written. But like Lauren and and Joe Moses, like I was just like, you guys are great. I love this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very strong character caricatures, but like it was absolutely. Awesome. I want to sharp the Quirrell and Voldemort relationship. <gasps> yes. Oh, uh, oh my god. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, I also wrote down the Cavalier era coats used as robes. Yes. Yep. I was just yep. like, yes. Again, they raided the costume shop they and were like, they you, absolutely you, you. did. The song to dance again, which Aww. which was Voldemort's song when they his separated. tap number. <laughs> I love the fact that Voldemort had a tap number. Oh yeah. my god, I, that, made I, my that heart was actually so one happy. of my sharps. So yes, it was good. Yes. It was fun. Yeah. I love tap. So that's why I sharped it. And then like the moments where there's some moments where they broke the fourth wall or like they had the band be part of the show. And I was like, that's funny. That's really, I I love that. Oh yeah. Like even as a not there in the audience, but like as somebody watching this on YouTube, I was like, that's smart. You know, make fun, like have the band person give Ron a snack or like. Yeah, that was adorable. I loved it. I too had written down like clever use of like meta fourth wallness and you know, yes. all, all of that was really, really good. So yeah. Yes. So I, 
I, I I love this. Thank you for picking it. I've watched some other garbage on for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um all right continuing on with the cycle mary you're next um so my my sharps in this are very i'm just kind of echoing like i think the two of you like i i really enjoyed uh draco malfoy i loved the the commitment to the physical comedy of rolling on everybody and everything and being very like unapologetically like who he was they well you know he draco um the that character i think was the best caricature portrayal i feel for me um only closely followed by voldemort like i mean voldemort Mm. and harry they're both like they were both snacks i was like why the fuck you gotta be so hot in this show like i get your college students and damn i feel like a cougar like i'm just watching this going (laughs) oh but also damn like it was great um but Voldemort I really enjoyed because like he he kind of the whole scene with him and Quirrell like laying in bed and he's just like are those dirty clothes <laughs> sitting on your chair like that is a conversation that I had with my roommate at one point in college I was like why the fuck is your stuff just sitting here and she's like well your stuff is sitting here and then we got in you know got into an argument about it but like their relationship i just it's it's one of the things that like i always wondered about from the films themselves because quirrell was the one that was you know selected to carry the dark lord like what would happen if they were actually like roommates and like having this situation so like that was a huge sharp for me for the sure fact that, the fact that they also made a joke about like how voldemort watches quirrell wipe his butt i was like yeah. yes <laughs> yes <laughs> Because it's just like there, there are things that that you wouldn't think about until somebody brings it to your attention. And you're like, Duh. yeah, that would absolutely be a thing that would happen. It's like it's like the Toy Story uh, thought that people have had, where like he Andy has had these toys when he got older, so they definitely watched him masturbate. Oh, oh absolutely, yeah. they saw things. <laughs> they're saw they're things. scarred toys. So I was just like, <laughs> thank you for addressing right this for moment. making it real yes it was great uh, do you but have yeah, any those other are, ones those it- those really were my biggest ones i feel like um you know i i'm just trying to roll through um well and then if you know of course severus snape like i just you know that i mean that was just a I, those actors in particular latched on to the idea of who they were portraying and they kept it the same throughout the whole thing. They didn't break character. They all just like committed to it. And like that commitment is just something that, especially if you're going to do something like that, I think it's really important that you do commit with two T's and you jump in with both feet. So definitely huge sharps, huge kudos to those, those three actors who did that. All right, Steven. Yeah, uh, just kind of bouncing off that. I I really, really enjoyed uh, Cedric. I found him absolutely oh my God. perfectly cast. <laughs> and like his voice was even dreamy. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Of course, this is Cedric. Obviously, <laughs> yes. Uh, and then um, Danzigan was, I was going to shout that out because it was, it was good that while the tap wasn't actually tap, really. <laughs> It was still right. a fun tap number. It was, so it was yes. Great. Leave it to um, the choreographer to know what actual yeah, tap yeah. is. So um, you know. I have to give a shout out to the scarf of sexual preference. <laughs> <laughs> so I that yes. was that was so clever. Uh, and oh my Rowling, as opposed to them saying Thank oh my you. god. Oh, yes. I didn't notice that. Yeah, oh, it was I was so like, good. oh, that's clever. So I, remember, I think uh, sh- more so a uh, 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 sharp would be 
how clever some of this stuff was. The the nuance of it could be that uh, they thought about the things that maybe some other writer might not have trying to make it so serious. Sure. So. I wanted, I, I don't think this is sharp worthy. I just want to mention it like, their commitment to them being like no we're poor college students so of course we're gonna have cardboard cutouts yes oh yeah and the cardboard dragons oh yes absolutely the the the, and like some of the puppetry Uh, that they did for this like you know what kudos to you guys understanding what you're doing absolutely and not hiding like, oh, we're in, like, like there are some college productions where like, oh, we're treating this like Broadway. But like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Would you add any of these songs to your life's playlist? (gasps) Oh, Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't think I would. Also with this recording, because this is their first one and because this is them being students and poor and everything, I couldn't really hear a lot of it. Some Thank of you. The backing hard. music was too a little bit louder than the actors singing it. Yeah. But like even when they would say a joke and then the audience would laugh, but they would continue on with the show, I'd be like, well, I was like, like, what are they you saying? Weren't, they weren't mic'd. So no. that, that was like old school acting. I was like, oh, okay. That was almost a, a sharp for me. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. good. You're learning to project. Good for you. So. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I, I, I would add any of the songs. Uh, they're yeah. fun i would they're, watch this again the, but i don't the, think I the would. problem is they're so specific to what the characters themselves are going through and only them they're not like these big overarching themes that any of us can glom onto. so right see i would actually the one that i would add to my life's playlist would be their last like their very last song that they did as a company and i only would do it because like my barometer for this whether or not theater speaks to me is uh, if i get goosebumps listening to the music and the last song when they're all on stage together and they hit some sort of really pretty harmony i got goose flush all over my arms and i was like okay so i would add that one and i think it's it's again it just goes back to that building relationships thing and you could see the camaraderie and the and the the chemistry that this group had and i think that's really what spoke to me and like group numbers are always my jam so like you know if i have a reason to think that i can belt like adina then you know i'll do it but like i uh I, I would add the last one i would i would do that um and on that note we're done with the episode everyone we did it we Yay! done did star kid the very we first star kid. Yay! uh mary and steven what do you have to plug or promote oh well, well. steven do you want to plug do you want to promote <laughs> i don't know I, you, you go for it mary me okay well um i mean you know obviously we you know steven and i do uh this beautiful show and we're doing a cross you know uh I almost said crossfade. That's not the right word. Uh, sure, why not? It? Let's we'll, yeah. we'll call it crossfade. Why not? Sounds great. Um, but then, I mean, my my husband and I also do a, a podcast called Mary Tyler and More, your favorite mumblecast that you've never heard of. So um, I didn't even know about this. I'm so sorry. I didn't do my research on no, this. No, 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 no. What is okay. this about? Um, so my husband and I just do like we get together and we just do once a week and we just do coffee talk and we just like sit and we chat about like life and all these things. And we just had dropped an episode today. And um, Stephen actually uh, he uses it for his morning commute when he gets on the tram and goes, you know, goes to work. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just I call uh, it like being the fly on the wall for like a married couple, and it's sort of like orange county you get like a peek behind the curtain to like life yeah sort of things and like what issues are going on or what like happens like that because i'm like oh what's going on yeah Uh, besides you know mary's my friend uh but but yeah 
do you have socials uh, for that or sure do yeah so um we're um on uh we're all under the umbrella of wandering unicorn productions so if you search for wandering unicorn productions on facebook or instagram you'll find um all the shows that we do yeah. and from the from top, the top is... podcast uh, mm-hmm. purveyors of fine filth uh mm-hmm. there's uh looking for alana now yep. uh there's yep. the audio pod which is fun like original stories that get to be submitted by anyone yeah. and everyone who has that piece of literature hidden in that top drawer that you just you know never got out to the world so oh that's yeah. fascinating and then yeah. from the top from the top we're from the top, top. <laughs> uh, where can people and find all of that? yeah all of that can be found on our main page uh link tree and you can find any of that there so and our shows sh- you can you can find on uh spotify um i'm pretty sure it's spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher um we're we're pretty we're pretty trying to get on every podcast platform i know apple Podcasts is still kind of like we're waiting for from the top to actually be on apple Podcasts, but um like audio pod is on there um mary tyler moore is on there um, you are but... on Apple, by the way. You do know this, right? For oh, we are. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, that's good. that. I was I was scrubbing through it to find your email because Stephen and I had a little issue with it. We with did. Your email we did. Address. I was like, and yeah. I was just like, they don't have Oops. it listed. You, they don't have it listed on their show notes. They don't say it at the end. Oh no. Yeah, oh, I no. just like to make people work for stuff. So you good. know, I don't yeah. like to hand things out. We're if... we're working on it. We're, we're working, working on, on it. it. It's a work in progress. Uh, and if you want to get in touch and talk more about a very Potter musical, you can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at buttersongpod. Uh, who was your favorite cast member in this? We have ours, so who did you like? And if you want to be part of the next episode's conversation, we're going to be talking about the Phantom of the Paradise. Oh, no. Why is there always a reference to Phantom? The Phantom Mary, came back to haunt us. From it. I know we tried. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Uh, it's fine. No, the phantom is everywhere. We've just yes. decided this. It's okay. Yes, well, it's all good. I mean, yes, there's been millions of iterations of it since oh, the, yeah. the novel came uh, out in 18 Bobbity yeah. Doo. We can't not talk about him, and he's always there. Always inside <laughs> your mind. Your mind. <laughs> well, it seems like we at least have a three episode arc planned. So, yes. yeah. We will figure out for the sequel and then a very Potter reunion. Um, Oh yeah. (laughs) Those are the names. Uh, But Mary and Stephen, thank you so much for coming on and letting me badger you to do this. Uh, Thank you for having us, John. This was super fun. Oh my God. And then stay tuned for more on, uh, from the top. Yes. Hint, hint. Hint, hint, hint. Uh, Hint, hint, hint. (laughs) Bye for now, everyone. Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.